hanging from the thatch roof. And a little early, really, for the Christmas season, those exotic wise men from the East bearing their gifts. But along with the cards, which of course are easier to receive than to send, you've also made it through thinking about presents, buying presents, shopping for food, perhaps made it through an office party or two, and certainly here at St Paul's made it through many, many carol services. Then there are the family arrivals to entertain and sometimes to put up with. No wonder lots of people are exhausted flat out by now from the great muddle of expectations that we have loaded upon Christmas. And at last, we are here. We this morning, at the beginning of Christmas, gathering round our crib. So congratulations for making it. Those Christmas card scenes of the crib had their origin with that late 20th, 12th century saint, Francis of Assisi. Francis had a great devotion to the child of the manger, and in his prayers and in his teaching, frequently referred to Jesus as the child of Bethlehem. Francis in his day regretted that many people seemed to have forgotten God and knew little about Jesus. So three years before his death, Francis tried to help local people grasp the true meaning of Christmas, to make God's love real, understandable to them. So in a wood outside the town of Greccio, Francis put together a crib, a crib of local animals, local people, and a baby. He made a new Bethlehem for them there in their own neighborhood. Of course, people soon heard that there were goings-on in the wood, and they came in their numbers, carrying flaming torches, lighted candles, to get through the darkness of the night. And then suddenly, there it was, they saw Francis's tableau of the Bethlehem stable. He preached to them about the love of God in that stable. And they were able to see and recognize the reality, the poverty, the vulnerability of Jesus's birth. The seeming ordinariness of it all, of it all there on their own doorstep. Those Italians saw Christmas in a new light and were renewed in their faith and devotion. And so the custom of the crib at Christmas spread throughout Europe and helped to make Christmas more understandable, more of a reality to Christians of that day. In parts of southern France, towns and villages still erect a Christmas crib at the center of their community. But it's a crib 
with a difference. Alongside the usual figures of Mary, Joseph, the babe, ox, axe, shepherds, kings, etc., they add figures from their own community. So in the crib, you will find a figure of the mayor, the butcher, the librarian, the baker, the teacher, and others. Each figure is depicting offering something to the Christ child. So the mayor offers his badge of office. The baker offers bread. The butcher offers sausages, etc. The people place their community right at the heart of the Christmas story, a reminder that the Christ child is born afresh in the midst of them, in their hearts, in their lives, year after year. And in those French cribs, there's always one figure loved more than any other. And this is the figure of the village fool. The fool has nothing in his hands. It seems he has no gift to offer. Yet the people know that it is the fool who brings joy into their lives. And joy is the most important gift of Christmas. A gift given not by us, but by God. God sharing his joy with us. And because the fool's gift of joy is so precious and so contagious, his figure is always placed nearest to the child Jesus. And the word became flesh and lived among us. In today's gospel reading, St. John, if you like, offers a different picture and widens the context of that Bethlehem birth. John reminds us that what happened at Bethlehem goes beyond simply Jesus and I. It has cosmic, it has eternal significance. In the beginning was the Word. John begins his account of Jesus right at the beginning of creation. For it is the same power of God that made both creation and the Bethlehem incarnation, the birth of Jesus, possible. The same love, the love of God that poured forth in creation at the beginning, that same love is poured forth again in Bethlehem at the new creation. And this new creation has transforming potential and gifts for all who will receive them. Bethlehem redefines our understanding of God because there he became flesh and dwelt among us. An amazing overturning of what people thought and knew about God. A 20th century Orthodox saint, Siluan, gives a simple but profound description of our Lord. St. Siluan says, For our sake, 
He made himself so small that we might know him and love him. The definition of Christmas. For our sake, he made himself so small that we might know him and love him. Yes, Jesus surrendered up all the trappings of earth and heaven. Jesus comes to us like us in our flesh and blood, speaking our language, experiencing our joys and our pains. Yes, Jesus is fully human, dependent like you and me. But even so, the wonder of that Bethlehem potential for knowing and loving God in a new way is not forced upon us. We have choice. As today's gospel said, his own people did not accept him. And that choice of accepting or renouncing Jesus is there throughout the pages of the gospel and that choice is still there for us today. At Christmas we see Jesus, the embodiment of new life, but at the same time vulnerable, born into a harsh world. Bethlehem is certainly no fairy tale escape from life. To choose this child Jesus is to choose God's kind of life, a life that embraces both sorrow and joy, strength and weakness. We're invited to embrace God's way of living amidst the realities of this life. And our encouragement in this is our knowledge that this life is the life that the babe of Bethlehem grew up to live and he lived it both fully and fruitfully to and beyond death. In the words of today's gospel, we have seen his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son. That is the truth of Christmas, which words and pictures are meant to help us understand. But remember, you and I, we have seen his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son. That is the joyful message that we have to offer to our world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.